and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different Black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hana. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we continue the love roller coaster journey of Kenny Ryan's romance novel, Before I Let Go. If you are tuning in for the first time, bienvenue and thank you. But skirt, skirt! Before you proceed any further, please listen to our first episode release because we'll be sharing some spoilers in this week's episode. And as you peruse to find that episode, please check out our other episodes on equally romantic books such as Honey and Spies, Seven Days in June, and Yinka, Where's Your Husband? In this household, we welcome all kinds of love tropes and we know we have reviewed something just for you. And on that note, let us begin. Hello, y'all, and welcome back. As my uh, rambunctious co-host said, um, thank you for joining us for another week of our lovely podcast. As she, as Hannah mentioned, we're diving right back into "Before I Let Go" by Candy Ryan. This week, we're reading chapters twelve to twenty-two. Um, so, last time we saw our characters, um, I believe they were in the office, the doctor's office, for. Um, Kasim's therapist if I'm right yes they were in the lobby just waiting to get some info as to how the first session went yeah so then we jump to the next chapter which is one of my favorites um, some people say it's a little simple uh, whatever uh, who are these people they know themselves it's me I'm people so we jump into chapter 12 and Josiah starts his first therapy session with Dr. Musa. Um, Dr. Musa is a Morehouse, Morehouse graduate and we learn Josiah is. Um, as a Canadian, I understand, you know, obviously I know what HBCUs are. I know some of the people who go to Morehouse, but I understand that y'all take that, sh- you know, stuff really seriously. You um, know? That's HU, as in Howard University. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> that's gonna stay in so everybody lets you know you mix the two up okay. that's okay are they gonna punish me um i just you're saying they take it very seriously and then here you go anyway she knows it's howard as in the mecca yeah yeah we're talking morehouse spike lee uh samuel jackson that's who i know who went to morehouse the all boys school which was close to spellman or i guess Right, was called Spellman because Spellman's the all-girls school. Anyway, so they're both more Morehouse men, and I guess they're you know able to bond on that. And I think Josiah comes into therapy with a lot of uh, trepidation, yeah, reluctancy, which a lot of people do, especially considering he does not believe in it. But the minute he gets in there, he starts flapping his gums like a fish. Um, sh- don't question it so you know he we learn a lot about um what's that kid's name again henry oh henry wow (laughs) not kissy no you said that kid and i'm just like you said it like the kid was still with us yeah i I realized but in my heart he is anyways in spirit yes and soul so obviously we know josiah was an orphan from like eight years old then his one parent figure 
has passed and you know we learn more about like how that made him feel we get into um henry's passing and the fact that he had gone away on like a a convention yeah it's very sad now I'm, i'm having flashbacks because essentially what happens that he had to go for this conference but he had that feeling that some of us have when it's like something mm, i shouldn't go like his instincts are telling him to stay but he had to go do it because you know it's for the business and as he's on the plane he's having this like anxiety around it just to find out that um yasmin lost the baby how she did is that she actually tripped she was closing up the office and everyone left and she tripped down on something i don't think it was staircase i think she just tripped by 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 accident and she fell on her stomach and that's how she ended up losing her child because there was no one there to call the ambulance so she had to like crawl her way into the office to like call the ambulance which is ridiculous and the worst thing about it is that josiah was telling um the therapist dr musa that she had one of the best pregnancies like she had no complications she was happy things were great and then just that one fall caused all that so i can now imagine or i can see how someone can react the way that yasmin reacted by losing a child like that that's devastating tragic never to forget I agree. And it made me call back to, I think, like the first chapter or the second when she fir- we first get introduced to um, Grits mm-hmm. and she has to go change in the office. It's like the first time she's been there since like everything. Mm-hmm. And she's standing in that hallway and she's like, oh, like it was a it was like a a moment of like, I don't even know what to call it, bro. But like, I don't I know. She was like, oh, I'm like she was describing it like there was a lot of feeling there i don't know why the words are leaving me but i was like what the hell happened in this hallway but um mm-hmm. well now we know what happened and yeah she lost her i thought there. um bird died in the hallway but this might be worse this is way worse um and i cannot just i can imagine I, I just i understand her I, i'm completely empathetic to how she responded to everything and i think Josiah was trying his best to console his wife and she was I mean how how can you console somebody who had a lovely pregnancy and then accidentally tripped and then lost their baby Mm. Mm. I'm just thinking of saying something but I think it's just not correct like I don't think it was God's plan or anything but you know like sometimes like you're talking about that feeling and stuff like that I almost feel like, unfortunately, it it was almost destined to happen. Like, I don't know how to describe it because we can always throw, what if he didn't go to the conference? What if he didn't yeah. do this? What if he, but he did. And that's what his plan was to do. Like, I don't know. And I think the unfortunate part is when you go through something like this, you start asking yourself, like Josiah is doing, he's like, well, what if I didn't go to the conference? She wouldn't yeah. have been by herself. She, you know, the baby wouldn't have been without oxygen for however long, but like, yeah sometimes it's just it's shitty but that is just the way life goes and it sucks that he has to ask himself what if what if what if yeah he's like i should have been there i shouldn't have left i felt this pit in my stomach the moment i I got on the plane like but yeah yeah and i think also this session lets us know that he's still very much in love with his wife yes i said wife exes are for love songs by summer walker (laughs) 
this is his wife. No, Josiah is in love with Yasmin. Yasmin is in love with Josiah. It's that love is never gonna disappear. They are soul ties to I to, hate that word. I that know, phrase. me too. Infinity to infinity, y'all. You know what I mean? Um, I'm glad that towards the end of that particular chapter, um, he was just I think Dr. Moose was asking him, okay, so like how about your childhood? How is, you know, um your aunt bird, her dying and then Henry dying? Like it's a lot of stuff going, you know, you've experienced death in your life, like mm-hmm. you've never tried to unpack that. And they had time to to do it. And so I'm happy that he at the end of the chapter he was actually more open to discuss um about his issues. And then I actually kind of like that he references, oh, Dr. Musa and I discussed this. Um, and it would be nice if we had a session with him about this and that. Like in the next chapters, you can see him proactively looking at therapy as something that helps and guides him. He doesn't, and he, he points out something, and we're going to talk about it in more detail, but he points out something that I experienced when I'm when I was going through therapy in the beginning. He's just like, I don't feel like I've changed at all, but I feel lighter walking through the world knowing that I'm I'm sort of letting go or so, there's someone to help me through these very difficult um, emotions that I have sometimes. And so as much as I'm reading it and I'm happy for him and I definitely, like I'm 100% mm-hmm. for, you know, we're very pro-black men going to therapy on this podcast. Absolutely. If you, if you remember from, if I say his name again, some of us might get upset. If you upset. remember from Shane, Seven Days in June. Yes. Oh, Shane. Uh, anyways um but throughout the chapters you're like oh i can see the growth Mm -hmm. but then it made me mad because i was like if you if you had just done this when she told you to do it you would not be in this situation but But you know you live and learn but must we pay the divorce lawyers first, sign the papers, change the names, have the children hate her, and then, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot going on. You're right. You're absolutely right. It just it just grinds my gears. Um, So that's the first chapter. Good for him, I guess. So <laughs> we actually get a flashback in chapter 13 mm-hmm. of the night that... Um, Yes, we asked for a divorce. I don't want to even talk about it because it made me so mad. Like it took me five hundred different ways. Because first I was like, "Oh, it's sexy time." Then I said, "Oh, wait, baby." (laughs) Anyways, it just when I imagined what that night like, what when she discussed the fact that he she um wanted a divorce, I never imagined it to look like this. Me too. This is just incredibly messy and honestly i blame josiah yeah because if he had, if he had gone to therapy but i also think they were both so irrational which i think seeps into deja's irrational um what's the word i'm looking for not rational irrationality surrounding the situation so for instance outside the fact that he refused to go to therapy which probably would have saved them like i said divorce fees you know a notary whatever I think what also is the issue is that she's upset because he's not grieving the way that she wants him to. And he's upset that she's not grieving the way that he wants her to. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no two people grieve the same. And it made me a little upset because I was like, why are grown folks upset that other people are trying to get by the day in the best way that they know how to do? Like, it just seemed kind of ridiculous. But Yeah, it was ridiculous. 
it was extremely ridiculous and i just felt like y'all please can we all just get along and also i think there are so many external factors that affected how both of them grieve differently so the business was not doing good Mm -hmm. and josiah was going into work trying to figure out the financial situation that's going on in fact i think that chapter opens with him like walking into the house he sees a check has bounced for the lawn the for the lawn for but no shade though if you're going broke why do you have a a gardener it was because their dream you house. Better you better tell Cassie to get okay. that cutlass and come outside Stop. and cut stuff. <laughs> I think because they always talk about this dream house that they wanted on the street girl, and everything. But we have to be realistic. You better tell and, Deja and to start girl, cleaning up. And they were used to a particular lifestyle. We now, can get people, used to a new one. No, no, no. People don't. No, 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 no. I think because we have never had a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we don't have an understanding you know what i mean and it's okay it's okay to be puffos you know what i mean because i know you and i will go and shovel the street ourselves you know what i mean well our neighbors on the street will hire somebody and if a check bouncer like god who's gonna do it now <laughs> they can never remember their their beginnings you know because they're used to a certain lifestyle it's their dream house the check bounce for the gardener he's upset because the business is not doing well he goes upstairs, the kids are in their room, and Yasmin is in the nursery rocking back and forth on the rocker or on her. Before we get to that, I have one more side comment. Yes. Why the heck was Aunt Bird the only chef at this place? Like, why were they having an old lady? Like, there was no know. contingency plan. Girl, I don't understand how entrepreneurship works. Y'all want to run your business the way you want to run your business. That's on you. They should have trained somebody. They didn't. Anyways, now we got Vashti. It is poor planning. Now we got Vashti in the situation, but we'll get to my girl Vashti in a second. But Um, like you said, we we see Yasmin is dressed, and I made sure to write this down, a negligee um, in the baby room as he often finds her, but she's dressed funny. Mm -hmm. Not funny. She's dressed in a very seductive, like, girl, what's going on? And And he spots it immediately and is just like, did she spend because money on something so nice? What's going on one here? One thing about Josiah, he is obsessed <laughs> with Yasmin. Like, it is carnal at this point. Like, yeah. he sees her and he turns into a caveman. I think he should be jailed for that. <laughs> what? I don't think to, so. I think I love a feral man, as you know. You know, it's good for you to love your the person you're with. Like, I want you to see her in every... Like, you know what I mean? Like, he has it in him. But damn, every single time, like, sir, don't you like her, her hair? He does like those things. Her, her, her but if I, if I, if she looks how I imagine her in my head, yeah, I too would be obsessed. Just saying. <laughs> Ain't nothing making movie or theories of this. And that is why t- somebody get Tiana Paris. <laughs> Let me get good Tiana Paris's DMs. Miss Paris. <laughs> oh my god. And who do we say I I see who who looks like Josiah? It you said Carrie saw... Washington's husband. If you Kennedy Ryan, if you hear this somehow, <laughs> listen to me and I'm listen to me. You. Do not one. Don't give this production to Netflix. Don't give it to Tyler Perry. Call. Warner Call Brothers. Barry Jenkins and say, "Hey Barry, um, no, no, no. love your work. Give me Gina. Is it Gina Prince, homegirl who did Woman King and um, Love and Basketball? Oh yeah, you can bring her too. Give me her. Get Tiana Paris on the phone. 
tell Carrie Washington to give the phone to her husband. And you know what? Let's get Deja from This Is Us to be Deja. Just because I like looking at her. I love her. That little girl. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. She kind of grown now. Still. All I'm saying is don't pick anybody else. <laughs> I would I would advocate for Barry Jenkins. 100%. Yeah, Just right. because I watched if, if Bill Street could, could talk. And I said, yep. Yep, yep, yep. I guess. I think he can turn a book. I think he can turn a book into a motion picture very well. Fair, fair. And I love love and basketball. Don't get me wrong, but get me wrong. No, no. (laughs) The problem with love and basketball is not the direction. It's not even the actors. It's the the actual plot of the movie. Like, why are you literally playing horse for love? Let's do this. Barry Jenkins will do the screenplay, and then you'll have your girl do the direction. Yeah. And then we're going to have Carrie Washington's husband do the husband things. And then we're going to have, uh, what's her name again? Tiana Paris. Tiana Paris do um, Yasmin. Is it, I want to make sure, it's Tiana Paris I'm thinking of, right? Miss Rambo, Monica Rambo. I think so. But I know, I recognize her name, but her face is, her face has like two different images in my yes, head. Yes, it's her. It's her? Yeah. Fabu. Anywho, so she is wearing um, something very. A negligee. A negligee. Um, very, very hot, you know what I mean? And he is, of course, just like, oh my God, this woman, like, mm, so pretty, so yummy. Yeah, those are the words he used. So pretty, so yummy? hmm Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, so she's rocking in the chair. I don't know exactly what she said, but, I, but she tries to seduce her husband um, and he's into it. He's like, oh, my God, like, I haven't, we haven't had this connection in such a long time. Which like, I thought this was delicious. weird, but anyways. And, you know, she's kissing up on him. And it hits him. Just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This feels calculated. Minute. Exactly. Because she wants to have another baby. Whereas for him, it's just like, nah, we're not going to go through this. Absolutely not. I actually don't, I mean, I've said this before. So actually, I'd be hypocritical to say this now. But I don't know why she would think this is the time to replace the kid with another kid. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not going to make the pain of the kid go away. Yeah, I don't understand that. But but then I've never had that volume of grief before in my life to even, like, figure out how I would behave if something like that happened to me. I guess. But... But it's a little weird. I said, okay, girl, this could also be assault. But... That's the thing. And I feel like in that situation, he actually didn't do anything wrong. No, he didn't. Even when they went to the garage and were fighting, because his concerns were really like, you want to have another baby. We're on the brink of losing our home. Yeah. You want to bring another baby. You can barely get up and take care of the kids that we have. Like, and that's no shade to you. You're just not there yet. And that's okay. doesn't mean you won't be there Mm -hmm. as we've seen, but you're just not there. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to bring another child. You're only touching me for this reason. Don't you think? You know, we should work on us. Mm -hmm. And I just don't get why this girl asked for a divorce. Like, I get why in theory, but, like, I feel like we could have just worked. We could have worked it out. You know, I don't want to sound like people who, you know, because I always advocate for girl divorce, babe, divorce. Yeah. But, like, not to sound like an old head, but, like, this is just a rough patch. (laughs) Like. She said that she loves him dearly, but if she continues to be married to this man, she's going to start hating him. Because he did not cry at all when that baby died. Okay. And I think she wanted something from him. And then him is just like, girl, like, I want us to move on. I want us to live our lives with the two kids. 
the two kids that we have you know what i mean we lost one that's unfortunate it was tragic but we have two kids who need our love who need our support who need our attention um and they were just not on the same page and i think like even when she proposed a divorce he was just like no baby we don't have to do that <laughs> he's like no absolutely not we're not doing that it's, it's this is for life and she insisted and i think when he mentioned in the in the other episode where he's just like no one has ever hurt me the way you have i get it like he wants to f- fix he's not real up. though because if that was mm-hmm. me and she told me about divorce i would have been like now nah, let's call a therapist i'm going i'm going today but he refused therapy and like he was not gonna men. work he was not gonna work it out like he was just not gonna do it because she went to therapy she was doing her own thing but how do you go to how do you go to couples therapy for the other but your partner's not here man well i've been watching 90 day last resort and they have michael zooming in from nigeria with angela so so what's your excuse josiah <laughs> i'm Besides just saying the stereotypes that you have around or the i know the stereotype the um the taboo you have around therapy is crazy like and he does realize it eventually. He says, like, I don't feel healed or anything, but it is just nice to talk to a stranger. Exactly. Which is the thing. Like, it's so difficult to talk to people in your own life. Like, obviously, they mean well, but they know you as a full person. There's a sense of shame that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. But this person does not know me from, you know, Adam. So, like, just yeah. say what you need to say, babes. But but what was the catalyst for the divorce, though? It was so dumb. But she said something rude. I didn't write it down, but she said something that was really rude, I think. She said, I don't know, like, maybe you didn't care. I don't know. It was one of those, like, you didn't care enough, la da 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 And he's like, what do you mean? I also hate when people do that. Yeah. People do that true. to me in person. I'm just like, why do you think because you're having a very visceral response, the rest then of I'm us. I'm not hurting inside. Like, you're not special, babe. Exactly. You're not special. Because I'm pretty sure just I was de- just as devastated. He loves me. Yeah. He loves his family. Why do you think? You think he's happy the fact that, you know, that this happened? No, he's like, not. Be for real. BFFR. Um, you don't. It's not everyday cry and roll over. Like, some people are just stoic. Yeah. And that is not the greatest response. But also, being endlessly crying is also not the greatest response. But both are responses to the situation at hand. Yeah. So. I think, like... <laughs> The significant thing that caused the whole conversation of divorce to come up is that because they went to the garage to fight. Yeah. The kids can hear you still, but you know, <laughs> parents will be parents. Not me. If I was one of them, I know we've been knocked out. Let me tell you something. My siblings woke up and said, Did you hear? Being like, What is going on here? Not me. I would have got this just the next day. I think to myself, like, Oh my God, like, what are my parents doing? Yeah. Um, but like her going upstairs after they have the whole argument in the garage and then him taking that paintbrush and then wiping Why? the so essentially in the nursery he, there is a She safe... said something before that. That's she what I did. Mean. What did she say? I forgot. Like I don't know. Like I can't I can't remember, but it was like you said earlier, it was mean. It was very, very mean. Um and in the nursery, they put this I think it's from the Bible. I don't know what it exactly it is. Yes, it's I guess Luke. like a hope. I think 24 8 something like that i think it was like a dream of a hope they have for their new baby yeah um god so sad that the nursery is like the whole thing is so upset see and that's another thing as soon as it happened i would have painted over those walls mm. painted over those walls and sold those the furniture on kijiji like <laughs> but really? that's just me though i'm not gonna sit jeremiah there 29 11 i know the plans i have for you to give you hope and a future so he took he took that is it the wrong verse, girl? No, it's right. I just thought it was Luke 24, 8. Oh. Um, and he took the paintbrush, went upstairs, and, like, 
crossed over the this cursive um that she did herself that she did herself that he that she put on the wall for henry and that she's just like you know what baby <laughs> it's done womp womp it's done today and you know we move <laughs> we move um then we move on to the next chapter which is chapter 14 because no i don't even want to talk about it because it's actually very upsetting i put down in the book for like two three days after that i was like i need to cleanse my body is it because you can see how you can you could easily solve the situation right? that's the thing that's yeah. why i hate it sometimes because i'm like these problems like they're big in essence but they're also very small like you just don't care bro like if you had just gone to therapy like it it's actually upsetting me again like Anyways, I'm Team Josiah. And Me too, hundred percent. Well, I'm I'm Team for the I'm Team. What are the last I'm Team name? Wade. I'm, t- I'm Team Wade, y'all. <laughs> team Wade. Um. So after that flashback of how the divorce came to be, um, we go move on to chapter fourteen, and it's present day. Yasmin's in therapy now, and Yasmin's just finished up therapy with her doctor, uh, doctor, doctor Abram, doctor Abram. Yeah, I think it's Abram, like J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And she, we're at the end of the session and Yasmin says, yo, like, this man's dating again. And Dr. Abrams like, what? They're dating? She's like, well, gotta go. <laughs> she, she didn't want to unpack that. But you know what, though? That is why Yasmin waited to the end of the session. She yeah, said, she, I'm just going to throw it in and sound she, like I'm cool a, with it. She threw a bomb and the therapist was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. She's like, no, oh, sorry, the kids are calling. And yes, the kids were calling. So Kasim forgot his remote for his robot. Also, kids these days do such an elaborate pro uh project. They do. No. What do you mean you built a robot? Not only that, Kasim has anxiety. Something tells me this child has some he sort is, of um, like performance. They've mentioned it multiple times, but like he feels the need to he's a people pleaser yeah. one. Yeah. And he I think he's one of those parent kids who thinks if he does well and is a good kid, his parents will like be happy and love him more. Aw, so is, naive. I love it. Canty <laughs> ways. Mm-hmm. So he's forgotten his remote, his dad's house, and he's tried calling his dad. His dad's not picking up. So he, you know, now you gotta call mom. And mom doesn't want to go to dad's house without dad being there, but we must do what we must when kids call. Yeah. And she she also tries calling Josiah, but he also doesn't pick up. I think they just decide that he's at his um his usual basketball game on Mondays. Right. So she's like, she leaves a message. She's like, you know, he's called a couple times. If you don't pick up, I'm just going to go over there real quick and then get it. And she goes into his room where he says he's left it and she notices some pictures on his, on Kasim's wall. Yeah. One being like the last one that they took before I think Amber died and before they had announced that she was pregnant and she like can see Josiah's hand on um her stomach because they hadn't told the kids yet. And one thing that I thought was really important is like, because it's been like two or three years at this point, the kids are much younger and they just look happier, especially yeah. Deja. She says Deja stares out at the world now with fewer illusions. So like the joy in Deja's face is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes her cry. And as she's crying, she's wiping her tears. She realizes somebody's in the house. And this is when I was like, Miss Candy Ryan, just say you hate me. Because why Vashti here in Josiah's shirt? That's what I didn't like. Like she is in her post phase and also why are you still here it's midday yeah girl are you're lazy go to work (laughs) make money for grits (laughs) no we like vashti 
you know, I actually don't like Vashti. Omni, no, no, like she's a very, I'm pretty sure she's a very talented, very beautiful, very um, empathetic woman. I just, Josiah, it belongs to Yasmin. <laughs> belongs. Okay. Belongs. Yeah, okay. So Vashti, you are an enemy by, <laughs> by being here. <laughs> no, we sound like 10 year olds. Okay, let me be 10. <laughs> we sound like, what's that movie? Like, uh, like Parent Trap or something. Yes. <laughs> but, um, so then they have an awkward encounter where Yasmin pretends to be like, oh, totally, everything's fine. I love seeing you in my husband's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I, it's, it shouldn't have to be awkward. Like, it's okay, girl. And Yasmin's like, let me get the hell out of here. Um, and it, I guess it just dawns on her. Why else would homegirl be in his house, yep. in his shirt? Yep. You know, they hunching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, strike two. I'm going to um, keep using it rather than using, you know, the other words for that activity. They okay, hunching. so Yasmin almost... She runs out of the house. You know, she's like, bye. She doesn't even give Vashti a chance to like, you know, say anything else. She's just like, no, this is so awkward. Mm-hmm. She leaves. She hops into her driveway. She wants to go. She wants to drive all the way to school to give Kasim the remote. Um, and I think once she does, she calls Josiah and says, "Oh, Josiah calls her back saying, yo, yeah. like, sorry, I missed your call.'" And she's just like, "Yeah, it's okay. It's all good. I had to go by your house." And she, and he's just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god." My lady friends are still there. <laughs> my lady friend (laughs) (laughs) and he i think he instantly knows that oh yeah she probably knows that one plus one is equaling to relationship a little bit oh they've elevated their 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 thing and they do talk about it briefly she's like yeah hopefully i didn't give vashti a scare (laughs) and he's just like yes (laughs) she don't pretend everything's good (laughs) meanwhile she's burning she's like me which is so annoying like girl be okay. ffr be but annoyed <laughs> because if you're if she's just like you then you're gonna end up just like her crying outside of tarche okay because that's where she went she pulled over and she said let me have myself a good cry because my man who's not my man but was my man mm-hmm. is now you know he's now cuddled up with somebody else and that hurts and she says like one thing about josiah when they used to you know have relations Mm-hmm. <laughs> well you said i can say hunching so when they used to hunch oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> he could tell just from how she looked like her eyes yeah like how she wanted it essentially and she said what did vashi's eyes tell him of last night and i was like oh you know what kenny ryan you ate that purposeful <laughs> eight um <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. Thanks for reminding me. I had it highlighted here, but I couldn't remember which page it was on. But okay, cool. Yeah, she, she, she's upset. I'll be upset too. <laughs> Especially since, honestly, it's like that situation in The Perfect Find and others. This is your only relationship you've been in. I don't think she has She has been outside the world I without think she Josiah. That's none of our business because those are not her soulmates. I think that's. I think Josiah is truly the the only man in her life ever will be in her life. I don't know about that one. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like they were meant for each other. They belong to each other. I don't I think said. he's been the only man, but he is the man. I think that's the difference. Okay, and now she's upset. 
and she's in Tarja, and she you know what she does. She's like, no, I need to come back. I need to come back. <laughs> so she immediately opens up her this phone and says, Carla. "Let me message." My- <laughs> what? Huh? No. What did I say? No, say it louder for everyone to hear what you just said. What did you? Huh? She said, "This is Hana." Well, you said you relate to Yasmin. But why do you say it like that, though? <clears throat> we'll unpack this after the after the <laughs> session. Um, I'm just so saying. So she messages Mark, who is that congressman who asked her out when they did that seven the cinema thing, cinema screen on grass or whatever it was yeah. called that they organized. And she just did it not because she likes the dude, but she just needs the a distraction mm-hmm. and an attention. Which honestly, I am I'm a huge advocate for that type of behavior. Uh huh. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack between us two, but I don't want y'all to get into our own domestics. Okay. Um, and I'm so just agreeing like, with yeah, you. Yeah, let's do. Mm-hmm. let's do dinner okay let me finish let's do dinner on thursday night and he's just like yeah what time should i pick you up she's like yeah i'm gonna see you at seven cool and then we move on to chapter 15 and now this is still present josiah finding out that yasmin knows that vashi stayed over and she knows that they've been hunching so she gets to say it anyway so Homeboy Josiah is at the gym at his locker and he's he's just got off the phone with her and his friend, I don't remember his actual name, but I know they call him Preach. Yes, they do. Uh, because he used to be like a church boy in university, I believe. Something like that, but they call him Preach, so he's been his longest friend of like 20 years and mm-hmm. he sees the look on his face and he's like, okay, if it's not your kids... Is it Vashti? Is it Yasmin? He's like, it's both. My my wife and my girlfriend saw each other. <laughs> They're not even girl. No, 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 no. They're not girlfriend, boyfriend. Yes, they are. Are they actually? Yes. Oh, you're so careless. Hannah, that is a divorced man. BFFR. Barely divorced, to be honest. They've been divorced for two years. That's a long time mm, to not- be without connection. You're just upset because it's not Yasmin's sheets. He's clapping. Anyways, so... What happened here is Preach is like, oh, shit, your girl and your girl saw each other. And he's like, I guess he asked him, like, was it good between him and Vashti? And he's never mentioned anything about Yasmin. Like, he mentions that one time at university or grad school, rather, he asked that about Yasmin, but he didn't share it. And that's how, like, Preach knew that was that was the one. Yeah. And with Vashti, he just says, it's fine, which is... Like, if I was Vashti and I heard that, I would run into a river. But. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying, like, it's fine. Do you know what's fine? Like, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti's fine. Um, And I guess he's just confused and he's trying to tell his friend, like, it's okay to feel a way, like, especially because, you know, it's the first woman you've been with outside of your wife. Like, it's weird. He even uses a prison analogy, which I was like, kind of weird, but okay. And um, he just like, but he's like, I'm glad you're going to therapy because you're not really opening up to me. You don't open up to your wife. And I guess uh, Josiah feels a way about it because he's like, well, where's your therapist? Where's your therapist at? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I don't have one. But you know what? I do have the ability to talk to my wife and be open about my emotions. Have you tried that? You should try that. And they go back and forth and they just do what men do, which is forgive on the spot. And they're like, it's okay. And uh, he essentially just like, it'll work out. It'll be fine. Um, It'll be Gucci. And they just kind of leave it there. And they're like, okay, well, I'll bring 
preaches a barber i guess because he says i'll bring right Christine over because Christine's yeah. hair at the moment looks atrocious um i didn't think it was that bad well i think yasmin points out like damn this boy needs to get his hair done and like okay, a few atrocious chapters. okay it's not crazy. atrocious but like i'm assuming like yasmin is described to have a lot of hair mm-hmm. and josiah seemed to be very attractive hopefully he has no receding hairline either <laughs> you know how men are <laughs> um and so I'm assuming like their their baby boy Kasim probably has like one of those hair types like once you put in cornrows two days later it's uh, all like matted and stuff yeah. and like damn I need I can get the hair done again that's what I said atrocious but that's what I meant um I love black hair <clears throat> <laughs> thank you Hannah for I didn't that know I said that <laughs> like, like what is happening girl it is fine Mr. we Judge, will not call the police I it's love okay black hair. <laughs> Your Honor, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Honor <laughs> said, "Yeah, I love like my friends have black hair." <laughs> you have black too. Cause even I have the same hair type. <laughs> like what? Um. Okay. So we move on to chapter 16 and this is Yasmin's chapter, and she is going to make a phone call to um. What's his name? Josiah. Because she needs somebody to look after the kids on Thursday because she's on a date, 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 date with the congressman, white man, Mark. Um, so ring, ring, ring. Why are you laughing, bro? So essentially she's on this phone call. I don't know why she's laughing. Because I didn't have to do that. <laughs> she she's on the phone with Josiah and she's like, I need somebody to watch. I was going to ask the neighbors, that cute gay couple with their little baby. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, something came up. And he's like, oh, what is it? Like a birthday party? Girls hang out? And, and you see how he's inquiring about her life? Sir, mind your business. Okay, but his questions date. weren't more intrusive, though. Yeah, she could have yeah. said, yeah. But she said, the only reason she said, yeah, is because the kids would have seen Mark come to the door. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So she's like, it's a date. And he's like, with who? He's like, Mark. He's like, figures. Everybody sees how he looks at you. And they kind of have a little back and forth where she's like, I don't really need your approval or whatever. And he's all like, watch out about rich guys. Like, yeah, it's biting him. But nobody told you didn't tell her before you start canoodling with Vashti. And she didn't talk about no watch out for chefs for chefs who make fried chicken and ribs. But um, anyways, I know you said that. But they're they're going back and forth, back and forth, and then she's just like, "Listen, I'm not even asking you to really watch the kids. They're grown. Mm-hmm. Just come in, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do, and then go home." Mm-hmm. He says, "Okay, cool beats, cool beats." So in the car, she lets the kids know that their dad's gonna pop in, and then of course we got Deja's usual attitude of like, "We can take care of ourselves, mom." Mm. And and this is at this part of the book, I you know after my initial thoughts in the first couple chapters, I told myself I'm going to approach. Deja with grace especially after her mom said the thing about like you know the stuff that she's been through obviously is affecting her personality I'm like I need to give her grace sure and I was thinking as I mentioned before Deja from this is a do you remember how hard-headed she was and how difficult and he just needed time and and patience and I was like I'm gonna give Deja grace that's what she deserves grace well, that's fine, but Deja and This Is Us did not say after what she put you through. After this, like she doesn't talk about that. She I mean, she was did. a little mean. She to was Randall she and was, Beth. Yeah, but she was not hitting below the belt. I think it's because you grew to like Deja 
No. And this is us. So you forget the stuff that she did. But and lucky so, for you, this is us available on Netflix. So you can go back and remind yourself. Oh, gee. Thank you, Adelia. Okay. So, but you could be right, though. Um, <laughs> and Deja, of course, like she's like, well, we can take care of ourselves. And, and her mom was just like, well, you know, I'm going to, I can make some. <laughs> she said, oh, she said, for dinner. <laughs> And she asked, Mama, what's for dinner? I hate kids, man. <laughs> you ask the same questions. I know. I imagine I don't know how to answer my own questions. So like if my child's asking me what's for dinner, I'm gonna look at them and say, I I don't know, you're hungry still? <laughs> but he's and she's like, Well, there's leftover lasagna, and Deja's like, Ew. And I was like, girl, it cannot be that bad. And you know, um, so Yasmin's been trying to make some of Aunt Bird's recipes from a cookbook that she found so it actually was pretty good the lasagna the lasagna lasagna was hitting the what lasagna so the lasagna was hitting and um so deja gets out of the car and they're like can we just get dad to bring food since he's coming anyways and because he being the people pleaser he is is like i'll just eat the i'll just eat the lasagna mom and she's like be honest how do you feel about it and she's like well i'd rather you she's like i know it's strange for everybody but you know it's just a date it doesn't mean anything and um honestly i'm shocked that she was honest with them but anyways but i think it's just more change for kasim to have to process and yeah. he's like that's fine like i i enjoy going to therapy and talking about this stuff anyways she's like that's totally fine like share just be open and you know you want you to talk to us and yeah um, and he's he mentions that he he's at least happy that his parents are happy separately rather than than them Unhappy. fighting. Yeah, and I was like, together. oh dang, they heard you in that garage. They definitely did. I listen. If you want to argue with your partner, you have to get into your car and drive miles. That's how they wouldn't know. <laughs> but if you're just in the same proximity, like they're gonna find out. And also, garage echo, 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 echo. Yeah, I heard you. Not only, not only did I hear you, the neighbors heard you too. And if I was a neighbor, every night I'd be like, "Oh, y'all, they added." Be like, "Ooh, they fighting again." Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't believe in fighting in the backyard either. Yeah. Because now your neighbors know that you're fighting. Like it's just, it's very. Um, it's very ghetto. It's very yes. It's just very. It's it's just. Ugh, Thank like, God I've never done that. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> um. So, anyways, um, they after having a little cute talk with with Kasim, who does decide he actually genuinely wants mm-hmm. lasagna, no ribs today. Um. She heads upstairs to start getting ready and her hair is not doing what hair is supposed to do, which is always the case. The day you need it to look good, it's the day it decides to have a brain of its own. But to be fair, it was a last minute date that she organized to, okay. to you know, get her mind off Josiah and Vashti punching. Her fair hair enough. should get with the program. Yes. Um, but her hair was not doing what it was supposed to do. The dress was lovely. The makeup was on. The hair was not it. And then this is very, this is, this was one step closer to me like in Deja because I think it was so sweet, especially as black women. Yeah. I think hair and taking care of hair is just one of those, was one of those acts of love. So Deja walks into the room, um, saying, mama, mama. I'm saying she's annoying like that. Um, Is he Stewie from Family Guy? Like, <laughs> what are you saying? 
say? She says, mom, can we talk? She's like, yeah, sure, baby. What's going on? <laughs> um, so there's this hot wives reunion special happening. I don't know where it is, but you know, Deja is like me. You know, we we like these type of things. I'm surprised I'm just, Deja's mama lets her watch um Housewives of Atlanta. But I think it's because of um Oh, and uh, Hendrix. Hendrix. And so I think Deja is just like, Mom, can you speak to Hendrix if it's possible for me to, like, get tickets or, like, find, I don't know, an opening for me to go and see it? And <laughs> the ask him, just like, yeah, sure, of course I can ask Hendrix and whatever. Um, I think she's trying to be on her daughter's good side and vice versa. And so what happens next is that Deja looks at her mom's hair and is just like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's not giving, mom. It's not giving. She's like, yeah, like, I don't know what to do with it. You don't like it? She's like, no, I think you can do better. Um, And Deja does this really sweet thing. She's just like, well, let me go get my stuff. Because you guys know that Deja has her own um, hair channel. Hair channel. on Curly something. Kinky, curly, curly, kinky. One of the two. But it's a very, it's a viral channel. Like, everybody goes to Deja for all the hair tips. You know what I mean? For all yeah. the, the girls with four A's and four C's and others. Um. And so she brings her little little spray bottle and her products. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Shea Moisture is there. I'm thinking Carol's daughter is there. And she separates her mom's curls. And she tells her to flip her hair upside down. She gets a diffuser. And she diffuses it up. And she adds all kinds of products. And her hair looks amazing. And I think Yasmin is so impressed that her daughter is so talented at doing hair. And I think it makes her realize that maybe this is something that she could do, honestly. Which I think she can. And we spoke about this in the last episode. We're just like, people think that it's just going to be hair stuff. No, she can get sponsorships. She can get, you know, there's a lot more. It's, it's very profitable to be an influencer. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was a very cute moment between mother and daughter, especially since they have been fighting. Until, well, mostly Deja. Fighting her mom. And you, and even in this names. moment, you can see Deja fighting to stay mad. Yes. Because her mom gets excited this part and she starts going, do you want to see the whole look? And Deja's like, you know what? Just tell Hendrix what I said. Let me go get on with my day. And I literally was like, Deja, just let her love you. And I was like, girl, this could have been cute. When will I know peace? Because this is about Odelia. When will I experience peace? Um, But yeah, I think eventually it'll get there. They, they still need to have the talk. But then I feel like they, in the next couple ch- uh, chapters, Deja also takes another three steps back. And I, but you know what? Grace. Let's practice grace. Yes. So in that same chapter, um, sorry, I read my notes here. Sorry, y'all. So in this same chapter, uh, Yasmin is showing Hendrix and Soledad her outfit, and Hendrix does what we just did. Was like, you really need to like Deja's doing something like, and Yasmin makes his comments about like, well, she needs to get her grades up. Like, it's not focused about how many followers she's mm-hmm. got. Which I think is fair, you know. Yeah. School's important. Um, and then she goes downstairs, and of course, Josiah is here. This is not what we said when we said check in. Josiah is too damn early. Why are you here? <laughs> he knows why he's here. And he brought yeah. Otis in his big flubby ass, too. Um, I'm not a huge dog fan, but Otis sounds so lovely to me. I don't know what it is. I mean, have you seen a Great Dane before? No. Oh. I don't even know what dog that is. Oh. You've never seen... They're big dogs. They're gigantic dogs. I'm going to Google it real quick. Great Danes are like... um, You have. Kevin Hart has Great Danes. 
Do you want me to remember what dog? Actually, are those great things that he has? I can't remember. But great things are very large dogs. They're very skinny, large dogs. Um, oh, but they can dogs. be very okay. friendly. Um, but they're just very heavy as well. They can get very big in size. Like if they put their if they're on their hind legs, yeah, they'll probably like suffocate you. But they're very sweet, lovable dogs, and they always have to be outside. And I think that's why Otis has an attitude. <laughs> I don't think Otis has an attitude. Otis has an attitude. I don't think he does. He does. He eats slippers. Otis has an attitude. Okay. Otis looks at him and you know they look back at each other. You know it's, it's a stare off. Why? I don't know. What I do? I feed you, don't I? I feed you blue buffalo every single day. <laughs> not you. <laughs> um. So. This Josiah is not an ad did for what blue he... buffalo. No. We are not advertising blue buffalo. Please feed your dog and or cat or hamster or whatever else <laughs> what you think Stop is best. It. I believe there's a lady on TikTok who makes steaks for her dog. If that's the path oh, you I lead, love her. Please do so. Um, yeah, y'all should get into the raw food. You have to start feeding your dogs like, what I'm saying like is, they belong to their ancestors. You know what I mean? This blue buffalo, if you hear this, we want ad money first before I will tell them to buy blue buffalo. Um, so Josiah does a thing that we have recognized in every single chapter that's predominantly him speaking. This man, when he looks at Yasmin, he loses his mind. He's like, oh, this girl looks so damn good. And she does. She's wearing a burnt orange jumpsuit. Um, jumpsuit so yeah. I know that. <laughs> With the hair the Deja just did for her, yeah, I know she's popping. I know the recoil is crazy. Mm. <laughs> um, so Josiah's, you know, he's 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 looking at her and she's just like, well, okay, you guys, like, you know, the food's here, la da la, whatever. Tell me why the doorbell rings. And they all stood there like mannequins. And she goes and opens up, and Mark is here. Now, great. If I was Mark, I would have turned around and left. Because why, <laughs> why are your kids, your dog, and your, your ex-husband. ex-husband all looking at me? <laughs> like, and the thing is that she looks back, she's like, so y'all not going to leave? And they all just stood there. Like, how rude. But I like it, because they all want to know what's going on. <laughs> um. So Mark, so Jasmine's just like, well, Mark, this is the family. This is the kids. This is the ex-husband. Uh, anyway, we got to go. Because... Josiah was asking, so like, where are you guys gonna have dinner? And I think Mark said some pretentious place somewhere. He yeah, said, yeah, that's new in town. I heard the, I heard, and Josiah's like, well, well, I heard the food there, and then he <laughs> stopped and was like, it's okay. We don't want to know what you heard. It's okay. We're gonna go try it, and then we'll let you know. Exactly. You don't have to give your opinion on the matter. Thank you. Exactly. Um. Okay. Bye, everybody. I'm gonna close the door now. Oh, he hands him the flowers, and says, "Put these in water for me." Oh right, uh, girl, you're bold. You should give those things to Kasim. Like seriously, yeah, that was kind of. I'm not gonna lie, that was a bad. That was a bad bitch move. <laughs> Sorry, but it was. That would put him in flames. I know I'd be on fire. Um. So then we move on to the next chapter, and this is them at their date. I think the place is called Rail. I don't know why it's called Rail, but that's the name why of the are all the places here single words? Grit Rail. It's is it very, just chicken? It's up very Gen Z. Maybe. Like, it's just like, why? Planta. What's Planta? It's just a, it's a vegan restaurant here in Toronto. Oh. Yeah. You never heard of it? No, because what about me gives um, I eat vegan? You know, they have very good vegan pizza there. Um, the cheese is not cheese. I don't know what. It's like tofu. It's very weird. Vegans are so weird. Um. Anyway, so they. <laughs> this is not an ad for vegan. I'm no, kidding. It's not an ad for vegan. But if y'all all. like vegan food, that's good for you guys. I don't say good for you. I say that's poor you. <laughs> Except if your tabs are brown, we love you. Anybody else is vegan, we don't. All right. No, so- no. To our vegan listeners, 
we love you guys. Enjoy you enjoy your chemically produced cheese. I do like Beyond the Meat though, y'all. You have a Beyond the Meat burger, actually. Yeah, it's, it's pretty slapped. good. I don't know that's what chemicals good. they put in that. Plants. Yeah, okay. Chemical plants. That tastes like meat. Mm-hmm. Let's not fool ourselves. <laughs> I think they secretly add some meat in there. Why does it taste like beef? Exactly like beef. You Honestly. know what I mean? Like, I can't tell the difference between that and a cow. I can. The only thing is how soft it is. Right. But I don't know if it's like, that's just how they cook it at wherever fast food place you go to or because you can buy beyond the meat mm-hmm. patties at the store and i've cooked them before and they're they're pretty sturdy either way vegan and vegetarian food has come a long way i remember when veggie patties used to just be actual veggies like you just see corn and stuff sticking out used to look so nasty nah, it looks like doo-doo but we're happy for you scientists anyway so back to the book so Yasmin and Mark are at their date and it's very cozy, very cool. He's complimenting her. She said, thanks. Um, and they get to talking. So we find out that Mark has a daughter called Brian- Bri- Brianna or something. Uh, she's 16. I think she lives with the mama. Um, Brianne or Brianna hates the public. So that's why you don't really hear much about her. Uh, they talk about being married. They talk about love life. And then they talk about his campaign. And she says, well, you know, it's very gentrified in our neighborhood. How about it? He's just like, well, you know, I plan, he does that politician talk and she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. But then he did say, you know, I do have a plan for affordable housing, not to back mark up or anything. Wow. But, you know, but he did say that. He did, but like, politicians say things. <laughs> okay, well, then like you they just do. They just, they're good talkers. That's why we put them up in power to just talk. Because I've never seen a politician actually do anything. I've seen one or two. Who? I said one or two. Who are they? Who are those? I'm one not. Or two? I'm not promoting politics on my black romance podcast you're right <laughs> this is about love okay <laughs> um and yeah they talk about all kinds of things i think she opens up a little bit about um her divorce and how like devastating it was did she talk about henry well no but everybody in town knows that she lost a baby right so they don't have to go into details they're aware of like what happened in the divorce and he says you know obviously we know what happened but we just thought that if any couple could weather the storm it would have been you guys Mm -hmm. and she kind of stirs away i was like you know what it it just didn't happen like that like you know he's also been divorced um his being that he worked too hard i don't know why yasmin would want to keep dating him because i don't think he's especially because he's trying to be a congressman yeah like his career is not going to take any type of like no you know breaks but it's cute for the moment like i said he's do she's doing the thing that you do when you know you're not really over your ex which is yeah, trying to make them get jealous. a distraction find somebody else to occupy your mind i really agree with that type of um coping mechanism yeah you keep saying that girl so um <laughs> <laughs> she's coming for me y'all i'm not coming for nobody i didn't send for you and that's why i'm not coming i'm just i'm agreeing with you girl you yeah. go, girl. And yes, Yasmin. Okay. <laughs> now we move on to the next chapter. And chapter 18. Chapter 18. And this is Josiah's chapter. And he's back in the house. He can leave now. He could have left a while ago, actually. But he chooses to stay. Why? Because he wants to see Yasmin come through these doors. Yes. Yeah, so um, he, he claims to Deja, who's setting up to film a little something, something for her yeah. channel, that um she he was helping Kasim with homework and then mm-hmm. she's like um you mean Kasim the genius 
you helping him with homework okay <laughs> and then she's just like yeah okay okay buddy um but they get to talking he's actually quite open this is when i see the work of dr musa because this man sits down and um you know he's open to talk about henry and like other stuff and he wants to be inviting to his daughter to share and he he kind of mentions how therapy is going for him and that's going good and he has the ability to talk about that he's glad that kasim is also having the same and his daughter gives him like a backhanded compliment where or she she's like i think you handled it all very well like you kept everything going but mom was different and she says mom just fell apart she blew everything up yeah and i was like here Deja. we go again Deja. grace and i was like let me have grace for this child and josiah said what did i tell you about saying things like that about your, your mom? mom she yeah. did her best and like i think and he talks about how grief looks different on everybody and how we should give everybody grace. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, what was she supposed to do? She just lost her child. Yeah. Like, it was devastating for her. And this made um, Deja quiet. And then she, I think she's realizing that, bringing back that quote that circulates the internet about mother or daughter and father laugh at mother. Yeah. I think she's starting to realize that father is not laughing with daughter. No, not at all. And she doesn't like that so she was like okay well good night i'm gonna go to bed now yeah and he doesn't push which i think he should have but mm -hmm. selfishly i think he should have pushed but you know i do think it's ridiculous that she keeps i and some of it i think will come with age at 13 she doesn't understand what you know stillbirth or miscarriage or what that is and or how that can you know affect you mm -hmm. so i'll give her that i'm really trying to have grace for this child but she she annoyed me i can't lie she because why are you always dissing your mom like this i don't get it like you and i are gonna be waiting for that chapter where these these two have a conversation about what's going on because it's getting too much like deja like you can be throwing these hits at your mom you know constantly I mean? like it's not working for you you need to seek therapy as well like what honestly is like i i think that's also the way like everybody needs to I don't know why they stop those kids from going to grief counseling, but they need to seek something. Mm -hmm. Like she needs it just as much as Kasim does, and it's getting ridiculous. Because, and I also don't understand the type of. I'm glad she feels comfortable with her dad, but I think there's a problem here if she feels that comfortable shading her own mother to her dad, thinking yeah. that like she has an ally. Like i feel like josiah is kind of cultivating an environment where she deems that to be okay yeah and of course he's reprimanding it but like i don't know it shouldn't it shouldn't be the case from the she should never feel comfortable to do that in the first place yeah because yeah. she's getting way too big for her yeah. boots were to stormzy amen <laughs> um, <laughs> um so after they have that that conversation ends josiah goes downstairs and he, he he shouldn't be here anymore the kids he are eating the pasta lasagna but he i hate <laughs> i've heard you say it three times and i keep saying what what and you keep saying it like that lasagna lasagna so we can we have to be nice to the vegans but we can't be nice to italians why do we need to be nice to those people oh i see <laughs> i see how it works here anyway so he finds a piece of lasagna there he eats he's just like wow like this tastes, tastes so, so good, good. mind you me of somebody yeah exactly and mind you everything he's described of yasmin how, what she's described of herself is that she's she is a toxic 
element in the kitchen. Yeah. So for her him to be eating this and being like, damn. She put her foot in it. I think she just needs some instructions. And I, I did, like Yasmin and I, all we need is a cookbook. And I... <laughs> Where'd you come into the story? I've inserted myself. You keep inserting yourself in matters of the Wade family. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> um, he is just, he's sitting there um, and he's like, he should go, but he doesn't want to go. And he spots, <laughs> he hears someone outside. So this is now Yasmin and Mark coming back from their date. Now they have one of those cameras in the kitchen that can see outside. A ring. A ring. That's what it is. What it's called. And now he's just like, "Oh my god, let me peek." Now he doesn't have any sound, but he can visually see. But he's just torturing himself. He is because first he's just, "Golly, this woman looks so good," um, and his eyes are fixated on what's going on on this little ring. And he can see that actually he sees that they kiss. They have a little smooch mm-hmm. before the end of the night. Yeah, that 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 takes him out. He's like, "No, I I I, I have to." But before he goes, he has a full flashback of their first date where they did more right. than kiss. They they touching and stuff. And, and for a second, I thought he was doing some weird shit in the kitchen. Because I'm going to go back and reread it. But they essentially went all the way in her old apartment. And that brought back flashbacks. And I literally wrote, I was like, just like, get up. <laughs> like, get up and get out. Yeah. Like, you can, not every time you see her, you want to jump her bones. Um, Which is cool. I <laughs> um so Vashti is also messaging him saying like right. when are you coming home um he's just like yeah I'm just I'm just I'm just finishing up here um you know I I yeah and then she, <laughs> she asks so can, can I sleep spend over? the night he's like I'm tired yeah he's like no me, can Again, you take a rain check if I was Vashti I'm gonna just delete my number block me changing my identity moving back to California changing Boom. my name I'm now Vashti I I don't want to hear from nobody. Exactly. And then we move on to chapter 19. And this is maybe a couple of days later or maybe, who knows, the next day. Um, so Yasmin is actually a grit about a knock on Josiah's door because they have to have, they have a meeting with their friend who is, what's Their business name? partner. Their business partner. And they have some exciting news. They're thinking of expanding grits into... Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte, uh, I guess that's South Carolina or sure. North Carolina. Maybe. Um, and so she goes into the office. Josiah is there. Um, and they have a quick little conversation. Obviously, there's a little bit of tension because she went on a date with Mark and then he's hunching Vashti. So the both of them... No, I'm mad now because she said hunching at least four times now. But when I said it, she made it sound like I was doing something illegal. So I just want everybody to know I'm counting how many times you're saying hunching. But anyways, yeah. So obviously he's hunching Vashti. Go on. Oh my God. And Henry, Harvey, sorry, who is... Not Henry. <laughs> not Henry. The baby came back <laughs> to do taxes. That's actually not funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We've been saying Henry, Henry, Henry. Harvey is her business partner, and he's on his way to Grits so they can have a meeting with both Josiah and Yasmin about the expansion of Grits into Charlotte, North um, Carolina, North or South Carolina. I, I Google this. North, North. Uh, we hope so. Um, and so he uh. <laughs> My girl got braids. So Josiah is doing that thing again. He's just looking at her. He's just like, well, 
I like the braids. <laughs> you like my hair? This turn you on? Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, thanks, or whatever. Um, and then they talk about Deja's report card and how it's awful. Like, she got a C in English. And okay, let's not say awful. <laughs> she got a C in English. It's a little disappointing, but it's not awful. But she speaks it every day. Why do you have a C? Okay, girl? let's not act like we go to English and we study English. We yes. read literature. Okay. But anyways, go on. Girl, you don't know how to form sentences? Okay. <laughs> Um, and they get into an argument about it, about how the parenting styles are different between both of them. And Yasmin gets really upset. I think she says, I don't know what happens. Josiah says, oh, you put too much pressure on them. Yeah. And she's like, I put too much pressure on them? How dare you? And then she gets right up close to him. And she gets right up close to him. In between his legs. Because he's sitting down and she comes in and she's like, how dare you? In front of his in his eyes and they staring yeah and breathing and staring and breathing and, the and there's a moment of like thick. they sh- they could do it but they're not gonna do it and they breathing and staring and breathing thank you Odilia. and harvey staring. walks in and it, bra- it cuts the tension like a knife i love edging it's one of my favorite things about any romance books or any rom-coms or romantic series i if there's no edging then i don't want it okay you have to make me believe something is happening but it does not have just cut me off yeah that's cute um so harvey walks in and he's like whoa what's going on here (laughs) obviously harvey has known josiah and yasmin for a long time so he's just like these two belong with each other i don't know how they got divorced everyone's just like how these two people get a divorce yeah it makes no sense um but anyway we're here for business so he talks about well the couple that owns the place in charlotte they want to meet y'all they're a cute little old couple and they want to make sure this place goes into the right hand so you have to go to charlotte to see them yes and if you say no or you just take too long they're just gonna put the place up and it's a hot commodity like it's not gonna last long so please go talk to them they're retiring they just you know just go just go do what you gotta do and they're like but what i liked about that moment is it like the the thought of expansion came from yasmin prior to everything happening so obviously they're revisiting it and she says well you've been handling the business mostly i've obviously taken a backseat so if you don't think it's appropriate for us to expand then i'll i'll be totally fine with that Mm -hmm. and he's like no like i want your input and she's like yeah but you've been handling everything he's like well you've been taking care of the two most important things to me my kids oh god that was hot i'm sorry you know what the therapy is working no literally i literally the therapy is working the therapy is working for Sai. like he that whole conversation was so healthy and i was just like it's that was not Sai. that was dr musa (laughs) No, really, it was because I think as he's in therapy, he's unpacking a lot of like, you know what, this woman, honestly, she's done so much. Like, I yeah. need to appreciate her more and I need to show her that I do. And yeah. so him sort of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's public because it's in front of Harvey, their girlfriend, but like him saying it, I think it made her feel like, wow, like this man is just, thank you. Like, thank you for saying that. I would yeah. be so appreciative. Like, it would make me want to. Anyway, so. <clears throat> okay. She would have said, Harvey, I need you to exit the room. <laughs> no, never that. I'm in place. Um, and so Harvey's just like, listen, it's going to be an overnight trip. And they said, overnight? 
And you know what? Stop. Because, no, hear me out. <laughs> you ready? As a playing former off? fan fiction reader. Yeah. You already know what's going to happen here, girl. I pray there's only one bed. <laughs> oh, how I pray there's only one bed. Like, I, I know Hannah's already read it. I've not read it yet. <laughs> okay, so I already predicted from without even like me like okay, well, ahead, kind of obvious. i already predicted from this point like obviously the conflict is gonna be there's gonna be one bed they have to share it something's gonna happen the, the sexual tension is there they've loved each other their whole lives i mean this is a great opportunity for y'all to you know get get into it okay get yeah. into it um and of course there's some reluctancy around them being together on an overnight trip because he is afraid of what he is gonna do she's afraid of what she's gonna do because i feel like with each other from when they were together it seemed like they had like this insane like desperation for each other like her talking about him talking about her walking around the house without a bra on and him just want to jump her bones in the pantry and stuff and like you talking about like their first day a lot of this is just Josiah. I'm just it's mostly very Josiah, <laughs> but it's a consent. It was a consensual relationship. You know what I mean? Like all the, the like obviously there's been pieces of it from Yasmin. Like very clear, she's still into her man. Yeah. She'll turn on by him. Like yeah. he's gorgeous from what we know. Like, yeah. but a lot of it is very much Josiah. You know, being a man. But anyways, absolutely being a man for for his girl, his ex wife, who is his girl. <laughs> Um, and so they talk about the different things that needs to happen. <laughs> Why did you stop? No, because I'm thinking to myself how the therapy is working and why this should not even be an issue anymore i'm i'm sorry like i'm just thinking to myself like these two should have been together a long time ago they need to do like cynthia on atlanta and you know how she burned the the friendship contract yeah with Nene? they need to burn the divorce papers honestly because like y'all are perfect for each other i'm so sorry you love each other it's it's it's, it's meant to be um anyway now they talk about thanksgiving so harvey leaves the room is that is that right? They start talking about Thanksgiving, what's coming up because like Charlotte's is happening in between the um the holiday festivities. No, no, not yet. Okay. So they decide that they're gonna go Charlotte mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. And then um Yasmin stays in the room and Josiah says, Oh, I'll walk you out, Harvey, make sure Harvey gets a little piece of chicken or something from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So after he walks Harvey out, he stands in the hallway for a second because he knows the tension in the room is like he, he can't control himself, but at mm-hmm. the same time, his girlfriend comes out of the kitchen. Right. Vashti's still... Vashti, I forgot Vashti's on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the payroll. <laughs> she rolling more than pay, let me just tell you. But um, <laughs> she comes over and she's like, oh, your meeting's done. She's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we might go to Charlotte. Like, da da And then she's like, oh, I, I can't wait to, like, see you later, bae. Like, mm-hmm kissy kissy kiss kiss but then he like pushes her away not in like this is inappropriate for work way but like my wife is here like you know have some compassion the love of my life is here tasha i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) god i hate power by 50 cents and um she just (laughs) that she looks permanently hurt and i feel bad for her but then as i told hana yesterday in the words of lord farquaad you know, some, some of you, you may, may die. die but that's, that's the, the risk price I'm willing, I'm willing to, to take. Like, exactly. Sorry, Vashti. Anything for true love. Um, sorry, it had to be you, girl, because I really do like you, and your food sounds amazing. Just from the book. I'm not gonna lie to you, Delia. I don't know if you feel this way, but 
if a man like Josiah and I start to like date and stuff and I saw how he interacts with his kids and so how he interacts with his ex-wife and I can feel that he still wants her, I would not even put myself in that situation. Like why don't why am I setting myself up for failure? But they don't know they want each other. They're in denial. The way they look at each other, Delia, like it's But we strong. see it, but they don't. And he keeps convincing himself, like every time he even thinks about it, he's like, She says it's over. That path is down. She doesn't want me. She doesn't this, that, and the third. They're just two confused bozos at the end of the day. But we'll sort out their issues very soon. Anyway, so then chapter twenty. We go back to the office. Yeah. Because Vashti sees Homegirl looking at... Oh, well, this is all chapter 20. Sorry, Yasmin, like, keeping out. Yeah. (laughs) So, where are your manners? (laughs) Who is Homegirl? Yasmin. Okay, that's not your Homegirl. That's not even your friend. So, but if I said Yasmin saw Homegirl and it was Vashti, you wouldn't say that. I wouldn't mind that. Anyways, Vashi saw a homegirl looking through and she was like, let me go back to my kitchen. Um, Josiah goes back to the room and they're like, okay, we'll go. My mom's coming in for Thanksgiving so she can watch the kids when we go after Thanksgiving. And he's like, it's cool if I still come for Thanksgiving, right? Even though last year apparently was super awkward, but they made it work. And she's like, yeah, and you can bring Vashti. Like, it's totally fine. And he's like, wow, really? Okay, okay. And she's trying to be, again, Yasmin's doing that thing where she's trying to like pretend to be happy for everything that's happening. And um, after that, she just, they're like, okay, that's cool. So then I guess we jump into chapter 21 where um it's a chapter before the thanksgiving mm-hmm. where she's in the kitchen prepping with her mom and her mom's essentially like miss carol miss carol mama carol grandma carol yes grandma carol um, um yeah they're prepping for thanksgiving i think she's doing potatoes or something of the sort it's yams yams it's for the yams. yeah and her mom's just like okay girl what's going on <laughs> i know y'all are going to do this overnight trip thing and i know vash you invited vash to come over for thanksgiving why why would you do that why would you invite your your ex-husband's girlfriend to our thanksgiving your husband's your girlfriend. husband's <laughs> i don't <laughs> care what's written in the book exes are for summer walker songs okay this is the only ex i know is x factor by lauren hill this is her husband yeah and her mom is just like she keeps you guys keep reassuring her mom, like, don't worry, like, nothing's, like, it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's a great cook. I want her to be here, la da 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 And her mom's just like, mm-hmm. And one thing about Mama Carol, she is a plotting, scheming. She's my, she's a, she's I my soldier. Her. I okay. love her. She's on the ground for me. She's she doing the producer of this reality show. <laughs> okay? She is fixing things together, and I like her for that. Um, But we'll get into it in, in the future. But, yeah, so, you know. They have a little chit chat and everything. Um, and she tells her mom, like, her mom is obviously in town, so she can also take care of the kids while her and Josiah go to Charlotte to talk to the new, um, the landlords for the, um, the place they're trying to buy. Yes. And her mom keeps telling her, like, that man wants to jump your bones. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> I don't want everyone to have a conversation like that with my mom. <laughs> No, but she didn't say that. She basically was like, I see the love. I don't yeah. think she said jumping of the bones. Well, she kind of implied she kind of implied Did it. Did she? Or maybe I just blocked that out of my memory. 
Yeah, I think she she like I I think it's more like the way he looks at you, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, he's, he's definitely he's he loves you, and yeah. I've always known that about that man. So I don't know why y'all are separated, but it is what it is. They're not separated. They're divorced, divorced, baby, divorced. which is worse. Divorce, babe, divorce. Okay. Anyways, but he comes into the kitchen actually sees Grandma Carol, and they have a little moment, mm-hmm. and. Yasmin had promised Ground Carol that she Vashi was not going to make any of the food that she was making, just going to bring a couple sides. Mm-hmm. And then we jump into the final chapter for this podcast episode, which is chapter 22. And it is Thanksgiving now, and Vashti and Josiah are standing at the door, and she's nervous to meet his mom oh or his, his mother in law to yeah. be at Yasmin's place, but she's made some like salmon croquette. She's made one, two other things. Um, I guess we find out that <laughs> no, I'm Team G Vashti. Sorry, we nice. we gotta find that. We should hook Vashti up with Mark when this is said and done. We find out that like Yasmin's or Vashti's family resides in California, but I'm sure because of the great what 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 do they call it? Where all the like African Americans they move from the South to like the West and the, the North great migration. The great because of the great migration. Thank you, Hannah. They went from Louisiana to California, um, and but you know her food speaks for the heritage itself, and um, but she's getting along with Grandma Carol. She's getting along with with Yasmin and Miss. They're sitting for dinner. She's sitting, Vashi is sitting in between, who is it, Deja and Josiah, and obviously Yasmin's sitting on the set, head of the table next to her mom, and I think another, they've also invited some other um, Grits employees who don't have maybe some place to go during mm-hmm. um, the holidays, so sitting on the other side, Josiah is Milk. Milky? Milk? Milky, Milk. Yeah. who is on Bird's uh, Lover. Her his her little her little friend her friend yeah her friend and um him him and Josiah have a moment and they do as men he's like this is nice like you know it's not always great to be alone I think it hits Josiah like he's not the only person mourning his aunt and he should probably check up on is it the first Thanksgiving without on Bird no I think it's like the second okay. Um, but speaking of Aunt Bird, they have the stuffing, yeah. which literally slaps Josiah in the face with nostalgia. And he's like, did Aunt Bird make this? And he's like, Grandma Carol, this is great. And she's like, I didn't make stuffing. And then he's like, Vashti, wow, this is great. He's like, she's like, I did not make this. Yeah. And Yasmin's like, I made it. And he's, yeah. they're having a conversation with their eyes, but there's people at the table, including uh. hit, hit, Yasmin's husband's girlfriend is there, but <laughs> but they Yasmin's talking to each other. Girlfriend is crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> they talking to each other, and he's like, "This tastes so good. This tastes just like how Aunt Bird makes it." And he's like, "Yeah, I found a notebook." He's like, "I love to see that notebook," and they talking to each other, and everybody at the table is just stopping and looking at them, like, "Oh my god." in front of my salad like you guys are doing this right here yeah and Vashi's like sad and embarrassed and she sees it and she's talking about well do you like my stuffing and he's like yeah yeah your stuffing's great but anyways <laughs> no he really does <laughs> you know his and also i think i don't know which at which point during the um table conversation He's looking at Yasmin and she's laughing and she's happy. Yes. And things are going great. And he's just like, oh my God, she's coming back. Like, yeah. this is the woman who 
I still love, this is a woman who is in a different season and I think he just wants to be part of it. <sighs> we'll get there. That divorce was unnecessary. <laughs> but, um, and that leads to, well, before we get to that, but going back to that eventually, um, Vashi's like, so you're going to Charlotte with your wife? And he's like, yeah, no, it's just, it's like an overnight it's trip. It's usually one night, girl. Like, you, you guys are flying real. together? She's like, no, like, let's calm down. Like, it's so chill. Like, it's super fine. Yeah. And I'm like, Vashi, girl, <laughs> it's not going to be fine as long as I have something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, okay. And she's talking to Deja about, like, something. I don't even know. But then they go around the table and they say what they're thankful for. Deja says her followers. Um, and I get that. Hopefully this Thanksgiving I'll be thankful for some followers, too. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Yasmin has an emotional moment where she's like, I'm thankful to be here and I'm thankful for yeah. my kids. And there was a time when I didn't like see myself even being here. And, and I guess you got to get a glimpse of how dark the circle she was in at the time. Like she didn't see an end to it. Mm-hmm. And her mom's teary eyed about it. And like, you know, like Hannah mentioned, she's, she's slowly getting herself back and it takes mm-hmm. time. And, um, because he's cute. He says he's thankful for therapy. And I was like, we're going to change one black boy at a time. Amen. Like, Some of us need to be pushed into therapy. Some of us need to be whipped into it. <laughs> if you're whipping people into therapy, it's not going to work. Why not? For that exact reason. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. So anyway, so... That happened, and then Thanksgiving ends, and people are slowly filtering out. And Vashi says she had a great time; she enjoyed her time with Grandma Carol. Yeah. You know, Yasmin was very nice. He's like, "Your wife is so lovely," and um, <laughs> yeah, you're not well because <laughs> you know she didn't say your wife is so lovely. Yasmin is so lovely, and she goes by her, and, and Vashi goes into the car and sits and waits for Josiah to come in. Oh, first she's in. like, oh, "I'm gonna go say bye to Grandma Carol," yeah, and um. Josiah goes to go say bye to his kids who are upstairs doing their respective activities. Yeah. And as he's coming down, Grandma Carol sees him and is like, I like Vashti. She a nice girl and I hope you're not going to hurt her because I see what I see and I know what I know and yeah. I just think you need to be careful. Yeah. And she's like, I say it because I love you. I see you as a son. But like, if you still have something there, then, you know, let's not break too many hearts along the way back to and each other. And Grandma Carol is absolutely right. And that is why she tells Josiah to go to the kitchen to get a Tupperware that doesn't exist, that supposedly belongs to Vashti. But what is in the kitchen instead? Josiah's wife, Yasmin. And they have a little moment of like, yeah, we'll see you. Like, you know, it went well. Like, you know, (laughs) like they just want to touch each other, but they can't. No, they can't. But they will. Okay, yes. And you know you know what's so funny? When Josiah walks into the kitchen and sees Yasmin, she's actually on her phone texting back and forth, back and forth. And this man says, oh, you texting uh, your boyfriend? Mark? Yeah. <laughs> like, Josiah, be grown. You brought your whole girlfriend to Thanksgiving. And she's just like, I don't have a boyfriend. Like, you know, Mark is just, it's, it's actually Hendrix and, and, and um, Soledad who are just checking in. Um... And they just go back and forth a little bit. I think he's he's a little bit jealous, obviously. A little bit? Yeah, he's just a little un peu, you know, just a, as the French say, just a little just a little bit jealous. I won't say a little bit. 
Um, and I think they go on to talk about their kids and and something else along the lines and how great it was and everyone's so thankful about this. Oh, and, and he apologizes for saying that she pressures the kids. That as well. So I think yeah. that's how they go and talk about the kids because he's just like, yeah, listen, Doctor Musa told me to tell you yeah. that I should apologize for what I said to I, you I just, about Doctor Musa is the agent of God. Listen, like he is an angel sent. He is. He has solved a. He has solved something so you don't understand. Like, Here's your award. Here's your award. We gotta give him the Nobel Peace Prize. Absolutely, <laughs> especially for a hard-headed man like Josiah. Man, like, oh, I know Doctor Musa has to go get his own Doctor Musa to try and figure out what is going on here. And um, you know they do have that. When I was watching that show, Couples Therapy, the the therapist talks to another therapist yes. about their cases. And, I was and like, then oh. that therapist talks to another therapist. It's just a cycle of therapy going around. Because I, as a therapist, if someone told me that information, I have to go talk to somebody. <laughs> because some of the stuff people share in therapy, like, wow, like you are really are an asshole. Oh, honestly. Like, straight up. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I know I have protocols I have to follow and abide-bye, but, like, I just want to I just want to call you off right now. Anyway, um, he's just like, well, I better go. And and she's just like, yeah, so I'm going to see you um on Sunday. He's like, oh, right, right, Charlotte's like, yeah. And they're just like, okay, cool. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And, yeah. That's how chapter 22 ends. So, obviously, chapter 23 and beyond, we're going to be going to Charlotte and North Carolina. That would make us... That means that we're at the midpoint of the, of the... Yes, we're right at the half point. This is when all the stuff that I like about romance just bloops right off the page. There will be one bed. There will be tension. There will be hands brushing. There will be moments of memory. There will be me reading, rereading the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> and can I just say, because I feel it coming, Yeah, we finally have romance again in this podcast. Love is real. Oh my God. And wow. <laughs> I feel the romance in this Chili's tonight because after, like, I know you said it, but the past two books. Those past two books were, there was no And mind you, I me. really liked Yinka, Where's My Husband. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, but it was very traumatizing for the most part. No, like, no, I'm not even lying. It was. It was, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. I mean, you know, the particular chapter where she, she all that madness was happening to her. Like, she reached rock bottom. Yeah. I had to close the book and say, yeah. Uh, I'll get back to this when I get back to it because I don't no longer want to expose myself to this type of trauma. Um, but I'm happy that there is love and there's opportunity and there is learning and there's growth and oh, my family's getting back together. No longer will we be children of divorce. No. <laughs> no we will not. Because children of divorce, ah, these people are different, man. They're so different. But look at Deja. Oh. It's very scary. Listen, I all I ask for in the second half of this book is for Deja to talk to her mom. If you have to yell at her and tell her why you're angry at her, do it. I just need y'all to get up. Like, what do you think you guys are gonna be like? Why do you hate me? I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Like, like something. I think maybe something with that event that she wants to go to, the hot wives. I feel like she's gonna forget to tell Hendrix, and and it's gonna blow. I think so too. I also feel like. Once Charlotte happens, maybe like their dynamics between Josiah and Yasmin might change a little yeah. bit. 
Or and Deja might not like that actually. Exactly. And then it's gonna cause something to blow yeah. up. And I just don't know how it's gonna happen. But we shall see, y'all. We shall see. Um favorite part I'm gonna say my highlight for this entire chapter was Josiah's therapy working and him acknowledging what Yasmin has done for for him and vice versa as well. Yes, I um, agree. All of that. And it's specifically the first chapter 12. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just like seeing people grow. Okay. I'm sorry I told you that I, I mocked you for liking that chapter. <laughs> oh, right. You did do that. Yes. No, I thought um, it was great. It was as an initial, like, you know, like he's starting off with therapy. I think mm-hmm. for me, when it started to really hit, is when he was apologizing and like being a little bit more mindful by how he speaks and i said okay that's great it's working then and him talk about how Do- dr musa makes him feel lighter and how he yeah. wishes that he was actually he had a session upcoming so he can talk about what's going on i like that i agree i i really like that i i like seeing men put their mental health first yeah um because i think it's so important and as we've established had he just done so may have two years ago this book would be shorter It'll be very short. We'll just go straight into the love <laughs> and the maintaining of the love. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of this nonsense you're putting us through. Like, why? Why are we arguing about the kids and you call me and you call me? I'm, I'm putting too much pressure on the kids. And I'm strained and I'm like, stop. And and you know what? Now Vashi going to be real mad next time she makes those ribs. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you got to put emotion to your food for it to turn out good. It's not going to taste good because he's going to taste and be like, something's off. I taste the well, vim in it. I guess she wasn't a good cook in the first place. Now, hold on. Hold on. Vashti may be in the, a lot of things, mainly not being Yasmin. Well, but she was she breaking it? up a family. No, that family was She's already broken. No, that home was already wrecked. You can't wreck something that's already been wrecked. She wrecked it had further. It, had you had the ability to wreck something, the whole, there are already cracks in the seams. Okay? You're right. I'm just being petty about it. I like Vashti. I do too. I think she'll make a great wife for somebody else. Anyway, <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for bearing with us. I know our posts have not been as regular as they should. I know we say that every week now. <laughs> and we apologize again and again. Life is crazy on the side of the world, man. I'm pretty sure your side too. The recession is hitting. The summer was not hitting as much as it should. Um, like We don't know what's going on, but we promise that we're going to try our best to get back on a regular scheduled program so please tune in um for our next episode as well because we're going to try and drop two episodes this week um and follow us on twitter also known as x but we call it twitter um follow us on ig follow us on tiktok um you can always email us at romanticallylit at gmail.com for any inquiries questions comments and la 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 i know y'all dm us on ig all the time so please continue we love 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 to receive your feedback we do. i love it when y'all in our comments like we get to you as quick as possible because we love to see your words and i like that we see each other as candy would say on uh, atlanta we just Anything really wonder what you guys think of the books that we're reading as well and again we're always open to suggestions of what you guys want to hear or want us to read and talk about and yeah everything my uh co-host over here said yeah yeah follow I us i love it when the duo echoes me yeah. echo 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 <laughs> okay yeah twitter instagram tiktok at romantically lit romantically lit at gmail.com um see you guys next week we'll be reading chapters t- um 23 to 33 correcto and 
or not next week, sorry, this week. Yeah. 23 Ooh, to double. 33. Look how lucky y'all are. Ooh, wee. <laughs> we didn't post one last week. I know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then, then after that, I guess we'll also tell you what our next book will be. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We reached the midpoint of Before I Let Go. So that means that we have to tease y'all with our upcoming book, which is going to be an African writer. Yes. I promise you. Okay. We're, We're going leaving back America. to the continent. We're leaving England. We're going to the continent. Um, maybe after that, we can go to South America. Brazil, perhaps. Brazil. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, again, but thank you guys so much for listening. If you've gone this far, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.